0: Welcome to Maximizing Life in the Middle, a podcast featuring two people consciously living and loving as husband and wife, parents, and individuals working to make the most out of their lives. I'm Jay Taylor.
1: And I am Aaron Taylor. And we are so happy that you are spending some time with us today. Episode 10 of Maximizing Life in the Middle Today, we're going to talk about our annual camping trip And some fun things associated with it Since we just got back about a week ago
0: Right, so um, this camping trip Which as we, uh, sometimes when people ask us about it Oh, that's cute, you're going on a family camping trip Is it just the five of you?
1: huh. <laughs>
0: And then we say, uh, no, this is uh, a camping trip that entails anywhere from 30 to 40 people in any given year, all going off into the woods uh, somewhere, usually. Oftentimes a lot of Ithaca or the Finger Lakes region. Sometimes, of New York? Of New York, yeah. Sometimes... Uh, well, last year we did Arcadia. That was really awesome. No, Arcadia. Arcadia. Sorry, I like to say Arcadia. It sounds so much cooler. But Arcadia.
1: In Maine.
0: In Maine. Um, we've done Shenandoah, the, the eventful Shenandoah trip. That could be a podcast episode by itself. Yeah. Um, but it's been going on for, we were thinking about it just a few minutes ago. I think it's been going on in its kind of current form for something close to twenty years. Mm,
1: Maybe a little more. I really think our niece, who's now twenty six, was little, very little.
0: Right, which is fine. But I like to. I tend to think of it that once uh, my best friend Sean got involved. Well,
1: yeah, he he he. Kind of took the lead, let's say.
0: Yeah, he's a little bit of a uh, he's a little bit of a control freak. Uh,
1: excuse me, he's an organizer. He's an
0: organizer. Yeah, he's uh, he's an organizer, and uh, I think his involvement. We love
1: you, Sean. If you're listening.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, I think his involvement began just about twenty years ago when we made decided to make a trip up to uh, the Finger Lakes region. That first year, I think it was Tonkonik. Tagonic. Tagonic. Um, And then from that period of time. So, the amazing thing about this trip is that it really... It, it's like a annual waypoint for
1: us. A mile marker.
0: A mile marker, where...
1: Especially having done it for two going on three decades.
0: Right, and it's just each year, like...
1: When we started out, it really was just... You and I, your, and I don't even think your younger brother went. I think it was your two older brothers, your two sisters-in-law, and our one niece. Maybe our older nephew went sometimes, but it was like seven or eight of us, and that was it.
0: Right, and we had our dog. Bandit would go.
1: Not in those early years, because we didn't have him yet.
0: Hmm. Okay
1: we didn't have him I when we started maybe true so there was it was a very very small group and over the years kids were born wives husbands husbands and wives got married more kids were born more kids were born
0: friends uh, got invited
1: more kids were born many kids were born i was very surprised this camping trip we took a picture some some years we take a picture with everyone on the trip, the adults and the kids. Some years it's just the kids. I guess it's just whatever we're in the mood to do. Right. This year it was a picture of the kids. Just the kids. And I counted them. There were 21 kids. Well, We'll, we'll call them kids, but really they range in age from 20 years old down to... I guess nine is now the youngest. Yeah. Right. So. March. Twenty-one kids spanning ages nine to twenty-one, nine to twenty. But we only had about thirty-five people, so there were essentially like twice as many kids as there were adults.
0: Well, no, not exactly, but. Um,
1: but nearly, they way outnumbered us.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of been trending that way for a couple of... Because so many kids were born. <laughs> well, because so many kids are born and everybody's bringing, you know, multiple kids to the... Oh,
1: well, yeah, some kids are now bringing friends. We yeah. brought one friend of one of our kids with right. us.
0: And, I mean, I think a lot of the, you know, there's... It, it's... We brought you know the reason that we discuss it though is that to me I think it's it's interesting to see the ways that it it, it it's like a microcosm of like life it's a microcosm of of people moving through the various mm-hmm. stages of life and I you know we probably are on the the later end of that curve in some regards. I mean, we have amongst our crew, we have a child who's within one year of the youngest. Yes. Right, if the youngest is nine and we have a ten year old. Yeah. And our oldest at fifteen is, you know, kind of in the middle of that pack whereas there are again, there's, you know, there's a 20-year-old or even a 21-year-old, I think, maybe. But, you know, the oldest kids of the generation who kind of started it or, or, or kind of running it, you know, they're, they're now adults. And in the case, I, the, one of the most telling things to me was the our nephew who came with his girlfriend and he brought his dog their new puppy. Their new puppy. They've had him about 6 months maybe or so and I was struck. It was it was eye-opening <laughs> because when we like the first major change for us in coming along on these camping trips was oh, we got a dog and now we have to figure out How to handle having a dog on a camping trip?
1: Because of course, once we had a dog, the dog was coming. No ifs, ands, or buts.
0: Right. He was coming. Yeah, and I mean he—he's our
1: baby. Yeah,
0: he was our baby, and and honestly, he was made for camping trips. He was
1: made for just going along with anything. Yeah, he was the best dog ever.
0: He didn't bark. He was quiet. He would settle down at night in he the, in the tent. He wouldn't steal
1: a piece of raw food sitting yeah. uh, right in front of him.
0: Right. He was. He was in a lot of respects, you know, the perfect dog for camping, as he was the perfect dog for so many things. But it's not about Bandit. It's about the transition of you know here it is, 15, 17 years later, and now that next generation is just getting to the point. Where they're bringing along their baby, the puppy, and I, all the little, all the little handoffs and the little
1: hand off the leash.
0: Okay, you hold the You hold the dog right now. I want to go do this thing over here. I I don't want to hold it. Who's you know, who's got to make sure that the dog is fed and watered? And they're all...
1: And our nephew had to go sit in the truck with the dog because the dog needed a nap and it needed <laughs> to be quiet.
0: Right. Just... Yeah. <laughs> like all those crazy things that, you know... It was now so cute. Now you look at it and you go, oh my God, really? But I remember...
1: It's so cute.
0: I remember being that owner or that parent of a dog and going and having all those crazy... All those
1: things... And I remember when we got our dog, we didn't have kids yet, and I remember saying, when you get a dog, it's like you're practicing parenthood. Right. You're 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 practicing.
0: Right. And so but then the other like just looking at the um you know, there was a time where when when we went camping like we always were bringing a portable volleyball net. Yes. Right? like, And it
1: was always in our car taking up space, which made our packing really challenging because it took up a lot of space.
0: Right. But... And it was also, at times, kind of a contentious thing that, oh... When the kids were little, all, the,
1: the k- big majority of them were little. It was very right, contentious. That
0: all of a sudden, all of the men and the boys... We're going to suddenly go off. But not even off. the
1: boys, because early on, the boys weren't even old enough. Yeah, it
0: wasn't a boy. I mean, boys it, it in It was just
1: of, you and your brothers and yeah. your best friend or... And, and whoever
0: else was there. there. And we're all going off, and we're going to play volleyball. And the wives are like, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, that's not fair.
0: Here we are on vacation on a camping trip, and you're going to play volleyball, which is kind of what you do when you're at home, and we're all going to be stuck watching kids in the woods
1: and we're all outnumbered anyway
0: right so it was a contentious thing but you know out over time that just kind of fell by the wayside as
1: well as your one brother got (laughs) bad knees and the other one got well bad knees and the other one's got a bad back and (laughs) right yeah,
0: And it just became, okay, that, that's not a thing that we, we do anymore. We don't lug a volleyball net into the woods and play volleyball there. Now, I think a couple times we've been at places where they've had it, where we've played basketball or something, but it just feels like that degree of sporting activity is kind kind of phasing out.
1: Right, and not for, not because of you and and our son, the older one, because no, you obviously. guys and the older brother are playing it constantly, right. but in that group that setting group, the larger group, there aren't so many playing it anymore. and so, and I think also when you hit middle age, because most of us are, all the quote unquote parents, oh well yeah, all the parents of the groups who go. The parents are around middle age, give or take, a couple years. And if you're not, once you get to middle age, if you're not doing an activity as a regular part of your life, it's not so easy to just, just all of a sudden, one given Saturday, you're just going to play it. Because then you're going to be sore, your back's going to hurt, you're going to be able to walk, or who knows what. And then you're camping, but you have to take the tent down. And, you know, that becomes a real issue. So I think that's probably why it phased out right. more than anything.
0: So yeah, that that is that was another thing that I was thinking about and how it it that uh, that change that that swing from hey it used to be like a a sporting kind of thing like when we used to play wiffle ball we don't do that real anymore. Which I is mean,
1: weird. Uh, well that's weird. I don't know. Which is like a, a fun it.
0: little game, but but then we were all playing can jam and Well,
1: that's the other thing. We brought different games, so it's just shifted to different games that are maybe a little less running around.
0: <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> that's like it's shifting to games that are more like, like sedentary. Sedentary. Ew. And I was sitting there thinking about that Soon going. Soon it's
1: gonna be shuffleboard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh but <laughs> somebody brought bocce balls. Yes. Like so I was playing bocce, which I've never played before, but yeah. Uh, our son was having a good time as the spotter. I think he was the person who was making a decision about what ball was closer or something.
1: Oh, okay. That's fine. Um,
0: you know, and then I think also, like, transitionally, like, there was a time when we would, like, everybody was going out into the into the woods, and we would pitch our tents, we would lay our sleeping bags down on the ground,
1: and we were happy. Well, before we pitched the tent, we had to do a little visual inspection. Yeah, little inspection. And move the rocks. Yeah. From the ground because we were going to be sleeping on those rocks. <laughs> right. So we better get the rocks out of our way.
0: Pitch a tent, put the sleeping bags down, and then when the time came to go to sleep, you crawled into your sleeping bag and hoped that, that you, yeah, and, um, and then <laughs> ten years ago. 12, 13 years ago, all of a sudden air mattresses started showing up.
1: Yeah, the first one, first family unit showed up with one and then everybody else was like what the heck? Yeah. You are cheating. What are you doing? This is camping.
0: And then the next year, everybody, everybody showed that. up with them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you recall that first or that second year, all the parents who were our age, all of us showed up with them But no No kids have them. Mm -mm. Listen, we made it to our late 20s, early 30s before we had air mattresses. You don't need them. You sleep on the ground. That lasted, what, maybe like two more years? Two years,
0: I think, and then... Every
1: single kid has an air mattress now. And if, if somebody doesn't have an air mattress, they're actually whining about it. Right. Or if their air mattress has a hole in it. Oh, my gosh, this is horrible. My air mattress was half deflated when I woke up.
0: And then... And then... Somewhere along the line... it Just, like, like, things... Simple things like... Somewhere along the line, it became okay that somebody in the morning would make a run to Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Honestly, I don't remember a year when that didn't happen. It probably did early on, but I, I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, maybe it didn't, but it just feels... It feels so... Uh... I, you know, and again, I, I happily drink the coffee when it comes because it's awesome. But like, it just feels so anti the concept of camping and roughing it that somebody wakes up at seven or seven thirty and drives to Dunkin' Donuts and buys like ten large coffees for everybody. Mm-hmm. But we still we cook outside. We bring all the food. We make we make all the food outside. You know, we cook on the camping stoves. We generally now, while we, you know, we're talking about being more sedentary from a standpoint of quote-unquote sports, we do usually at least one day have a lengthy hike. And in some cases, like this year, we had two days. I
1: would say usually we try to squeeze two in unless the weather doesn't cooperate.
0: Right. And, you know, we'll go to a swimming hole or whatever.
1: But the hikes that we take generally are not like you know we're not like scaling a vertical face of a rock or anything no
0: there are hikes on trails and stuff like that but still it's it's activity Um, we play poker now which that's probably a last 8 or 9 years kind of a thing the men tend to all play poker late at night yeah Um, that wasn't always the case but no. has become the case over time um, but yeah it's just it's this weird it's this weird annual
1: mile marker
0: mile marker of being able to see you know inevitably we come home and we 'll have a two three four five ten hour trip home depending you know when we went to Acadia um to just kind of decompress and sit there and talk about all this stuff in the car usually because inevitably some people fall, kids fall asleep and they're mm-hmm. sleep deprived. And, you know, I just think about all the years we drove home and had these conversations, these, you know, far-reaching conversations about who's doing what, who's who didn't get along with who with the trip, who... You know, who had a blow-up with who, who... Which
1: kids were fighting.
0: Which or, kids were fighting. Who doesn't get along with everybody else. Who seems left out. You know, I remember many a year where our oldest son, who just kind of sort of in that group of people, didn't really have somebody who was his age-wise peer.
1: Yeah, there was enough of an age gap. And when they're younger, the age gap is more dramatic. Right. Right and so there was enough of an age gap that it was hard for him to find his niche his brother and sister were too much younger than him and the other kids were too much older so he was just kind of like oh, I don't know what to do with myself
0: right, but now he's you know he's older and he's right in the mix with all those that group of older kids yeah um, because the
1: difference between 15 16 17 18 19 is not as dramatic as
0: nine, five, 5 to 10 yeah right exactly or whatever right so you know those things you know i remember driving back and having struggles of thinking about oh wow he's just you know he doesn't fit in with this group and then oh she doesn't fit in with this group she struggles with that one you know and all these various discussions that we've had over the years on the way back whereas now as all these kids are older and all these, you know, the it's mostly
1: the wrinkles have ironed out, and yeah,
0: and then the pass off of not having to constantly have one or the other parent watching a younger kid.
1: I remember when your best friend and his wife, we took a trip to Shenandoah, and for whatever reason that year, we decided to go in late May, and I'm not really sure why, other than to think that. Well, it was before a bunch of kids were born. I think it was still only your niece at that point. And um, so we didn't we weren't tied to a school calendar. right. So we could just go whenever. We just picked that late May, not realizing that we thought, well, it'll be spring, but we're going south, so it'll be okay. <laughs> not realizing that not only were we going south, we were also going up in right. elevation. So we didn't exactly... We None of us seemed to wonder why the higher we rose through the mountains, the less we saw leaves on the trees. And by the time we got to the top of the mountain where the camping site was, <laughs> the leaves were de- gone. There were none, and it looked like the middle of winter because spring hadn't really hit there yet. But we didn't realize that until we got out and... We, th- those of us who didn't have kids set the tent up we started with the main tent which used to be our food tent
0: Isn't but it, it was rain?
1: raining freezing yeah. rain right? cold <laughs> and then once we got that up and we were drenched to the bone we said you know what forget this we'll put the rest of our tents up tomorrow we'll all share this one tent and we literally had about 14 people I think we were about 14 at that point We had about 14 people laying like pencils in one giant tent. We literally laid side by side by side by side. And I was so squished, I couldn't even lay on my back to be, like, my shoulders flat. I had to be sideways because there was that little... And I'm sure you were the same way. There was that little room in the tent that we couldn't... No one could even be on their backs. You had to be on your side because you were that mushed up against the two (laughs) people on either side of you. And then it was... Because... the we were also squished together, it was kind of warm, at least I thought so in the middle. Mm. But then we found out later that your two oldest brothers who took each end of the line of pencil people, they because their bodies were touching the tent and it was precipitating
0: they were sitting in water.
1: Drawing in all the liquid and they were laying in puddles of water. So that was kind of shocking. And it was even more shocking when we ended up the tent the next morning and there was snow all over the ground. Right. So then they're laying in puddles of water and there's snow outside.
0: Right. That was uh, That was a
1: crazy one. Yeah. But the reason I brought that one up is because that was the year your best friend's oldest daughter was born. So that would have been 21 years ago. And so they couldn't go because we picked it late May. Right. And she was due right around then. And their daughter was born May 20th. Actually, it must have been mid-May, because she wasn't born yet. And that was before cell phones. <laughs> so each day, we were there for like three days. Each day, I would drive to the camp office where there was a pay phone, and I would call them, and I Let's would see. say, what's the update? And she would be crying to me, saying, <clears throat> oh my gosh. I haven't gone into labor yet. I'm missing the camping trip. She's overdue. I can't believe this. I'm so miserable. Right.
0: And now that
1: child who was late to arrive to the world is now 21. Right. So that was crazy. And then I remember another year where they're, well, uh, two kids down because they have four total. The, the third one was born at the beginning of July, and our camping trip was at the end. So they had a three-week baby.
0: three week old baby out in
1: the woods and they won the prize for bringing the youngest child camping because no one else the timing never worked out for anyone to bring a younger child so that was kind of interesting and so many kids were born so quickly like year after year month after month you know a bunch of the kids are very close in age the same age or a couple months apart and so There were a lot of babies and little kids for many years. And that's what you're talking about with the passing off of kids. And, oh my gosh, you've just been out there playing volleyball for three hours. Now it's your turn. And let me go lay in the tent and take a nap or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: And I remember all the years where, as we pull up, my best friend would direct us to a camp site that would be the furthest from the main campsite well that was you were always
1: and that was during the years when our kids were little
0: right and you were always worried about
1: their ability to
0: sleep through the noise
1: because we always have a main campsite right we always set up like the town hall or the gathering center so nobody uses their own picnic tables except to hold their sit their junk on while they're or you know the sleeping bags or whatever while they put out their tent but no one stays at their campsite No, you go to your campsite to get in your tent to sleep and when you get up you go to the main main area there's one campfire we put three picnic tables together under this great big like carport tent thing we have a screened in tent that we keep all the food in and so everything is in one central area everybody gathers together they hang out the whole weekend it's tons of fun
0: I remember the year... Was it Faith? I remember the year where she couldn't sleep, so I got up and slept in the car with her, sitting up in the passenger seat. I think she was sick.
1: Was she sick? I think she was sick, yeah, because we... I started packing Tylenol because, like, two years in a row, I think. I think Noah got sick one one year, and she got sick the next. I said, oh, my gosh... Then we're camping without medicine.
0: Right, that was. uh,
1: That was painful.
0: Years where our stuff all got wet, and we had to go find a laundromat to dry our clothes because it got left out.
1: How about the time when our wonderful condo tent that we used—that was great for our kids when they were babies—because it had a little bump out in the back, so we would put the porta crib back there, and whichever kid was a baby, yeah, they would just it would it fit it perfectly. And then it had a little uh, like tent material thing, like a screen you could hang, so we could be in the tent and we wouldn't disturb them or wake them up if they were, mm-hmm. we were being quiet, or the other kids wouldn't wake the baby up or what have you. And that tent served us so well. And then one year we were the next year we were camping, and by this point none of the kids were in a porta crib anymore, but we were camping, and it started raining. <laughs> Some years it rains overnight, which generally isn't a problem. Unless your rain fly that night decides that it's no longer going to keep its seams together. And the seams just start gaping open. And, oh, suddenly you get woken up by rain falling on your face. Oh, yeah. So that was that night. And it was like 2 in the morning, pouring down rain. Rain is falling on my head. Literally raindrops are falling on my head. And then I hear... Mommy I'm getting rained on and then we came to realize that like the uh, all the seams on the rainfly just right. uh, like cracked open yeah. for whatever reason and the five of us were trying to squish into one little corner on one air mattress <laughs> and when we woke up the next morning there was a puddle on the air mattress on the sleeping bag where our feet should have been but we were all squished up against the corner at the top so, that was kind of rough. So, I will say that um, these camping trips do provide me an opportunity to reflect upon my gratitude. Yeah. For whatever I can find. And this year, because we had mm, not the best weather, not the worst, but not the best. Yeah. Um, two nights it rained it, at sleeping time, and then one time it rained, like, at dinner time. So, that was not fun. But... When it was pouring down rain, and it sounds like if you've ever been... I don't know if you've ever been in a tent, our listeners, when it's raining, but it sounds like if you're standing under an umbrella. Mm -hmm. It's the same pitter-patter sound. So as the rain was pitter-pattering and deluging onto our tent, I was looking around. I had a flashlight. I was looking around, and I I just felt like warm and fuzzy inside as I looked around, and I thought, I am so grateful that this new tent has good solid seams the rain fly is <laughs> um the integrity of the rain fly is intact and we are not getting wet this is so cool right one year our tent leaked not from the top but from the bottom right it, it absorbed
0: water from the bottom because we didn't put the we didn't put the
1: Back then, you used to have a tarp that you had to sit, lay down and then put your tent on. We didn't
0: think it was going to rain that trip. It was like the weather forecast was fine, so we but didn't this was put unexpected. the tarp, and it was unexpected. And then water came in through the bottom, which oh.
1: which wouldn't have been a, a terrible terrible thing, except for the fact that my phone was on the bottom of the tent. Right, and I woke up with it in the puddle. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't so much fun. Because that was a
0: dead phone. So there's all these, you know. The, so how does it relate? And as it was the reason, you know, it's great. Everybody takes vacation. Some people camp. Some people don't. You know what, what have you? But for me, the thing that that makes it so interesting and so so um, germane, if I can use such a word,
1: mm. to
0: the point of our podcast is. It's a amazing opportunity each year for us to come together with this particular group of people. And it is, you know, again, it's my, my three brothers, respective wives, and then friend groups from each of those, you know, family members and stuff. But it's each year, it's that chance, if nothing else, if there's no other times. And there's plenty of times where I hang out with my brothers there's plenty of times where we hang out with my best friend and some of the other people but it's that opportunity for all of us to kind of come together in that big group and kind of reconnect and sometimes you know after two or three days of reconnecting we've had enough reconnecting at times but it's it's just this really two or
1: three days Four days is our max.
0: Right, by the time we get to the fourth... Our connection
1: is done. We're ready to disconnect.
0: Yeah, by the time we get to the fourth day, and then every year...
1: The fourth day has to be the pack up and leave, Yes. eat breakfast at the diner, Right. and get the heck out of there. Because one year we did push it to a fifth day,
0: and then, and
1: by the fourth night, everybody was fighting with everybody. It uh, It was just a big brawl.
0: Right, it was a mess.
1: Everybody was mad at everyone.
0: Right, so... You know, it's just this great opportunity to really sort of uh, reconnect in this relationship that you have with all these people to go through some of those shared experiences of, and I use the air quotes, roughing it, right? Because it's not like we're slogging 10 miles. that
1: rough anymore.
0: Trips with with the tents on our backpacks and, you know, trying to knock two stones together to start a spark and start a fire. But it is different than just sitting in your house and kind of, you know, having climate control and everything ready for you. And... It's
1: it's also... uh, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. It's also kind of nice because it made me think about it when you said no climate control and all that. Certainly not climate control. But it's kind of neat that you spend this time these three or four days with this big group of people and you see people through everything like there's no pretense there's nothing you're not you're not putting on nobody's putting on any airs because you can't go through like four solid days with people and like if you have dinner with somebody if you're in a bad mood you can kind of put it aside and and be pleasant because you've been invited over for dinner or something like that. Because it's going to be like two hours of your life and you can go home. Okay. But with four solid days, you know, nobody wears makeup. <laughs> no, hardly anybody showers. You know, there's more showering going on than it used to be. But sometimes the kids don't change their clothes one day to the next. And, you know, people who wear contacts have their contacts in. You get to see them in their glasses. You know, so you get like the real unedited version of people which mm-hmm. I think is very cool you're just all natural this is who you are, this is what you're like and it's really kind of a neat intimate experience
0: and the opportunity to see the changes go on in people, to watch the kids grow to see a kid who you know there's one particular you know young man who's part of the group and as a younger, as a younger kid we we remember sitting there looking at him going he's got some issues. He's a little he's a little moody. Yeah, issues. He
1: just seemed kind issues.
0: of Issues. He seemed kind of moody, it grouchy, was his personality. Grunken. Grouchy, unhappy. And watching that person change he and blossom and Yeah, and now
1: He's unrecognizable. Right.
0: Exactly. And and all of those opportunities to see that and to sort of you know, kind of embrace uh, that that change and how those things are going on. And the most, like I said, the thing that to me is like cool, scary. You know, like, hey, what's going to happen? Is like with the dog, right? Like, okay, now the first, the next generation, the first couple has their dog.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, their couple yeah
0: how long is it gonna be
1: before the first one's getting married and then the first cake comes along
0: and well, the marriage part of it who cares right? who cares about the marriage right that's just superfluous, but before that ne- you know when's gonna be when the first grandchild comes along as part of that camping trip
1: Yes, I guess I like the next generation of a, you're presupposing an order, an, an order that may to re- or may not fit for everyone right.
0: yes. And it, it, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. It's not important whether it does or not. I'm just saying how, you know, like when we when we sit back and start to think about that and the. Because those that,
1: older ones are getting close to the point of yeah. I mean, 2021 now is considered, I think, early to have a child because a lot of people are waiting until. Yeah, they get their careers, or they go through college, or what but have you. But some of, they're getting very close to some of our any, generation
0: had kids
1: by that age,
0: by those ages. So you know, you never know what's going to happen. So it it's, could
1: be any year now.
0: Yeah. So that'll be an amazing thing to to start to see and think about, and and then see how that what changes that uh, brings about. And As then we also
1: wondered on the drive home this year. We also wondered, who's going to be the first of our generation to can the whole deal? <laughs> who's going to be the first of our generation to go? You know what? I'm oh, just too achy. I can't be being in the tent's just not fun anymore. I I just um uh, we're gonna pass this year.
0: Or maybe they just end up they say, oh, we'll come along, but we gotta.
1: Stay at a
0: hotel. You gotta stay at a hotel.
1: Because when your mom and your mom for right. a couple of years, your mom and dad came and brought your grandparents, and they stayed at a hotel. And they would just come to the campsite for like an hour, and like, oh, we're camping together, and visit, and say hi to everybody, yeah. eat a little burger or something, and get back to the hotel.
0: Right. And then that, you know, and then that became a point where, okay, yeah, they're not doing that anymore. So interesting to think about. Okay, when's that going to happen? who's going to be the first to fall ain't going to be us
1: no i think we'll hold that longer
0: yeah got to all right so that's a long episode about the camping trip and
1: all the fun stuff
0: all the fun stuff that that entails so um thanks a lot for listening and we will talk with you soon
1: ciao for now Mm